Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we're sex and dating advice podcast, not question, where we find questions online and we answer them. Or we find them from our listeners and we answer them. And this week we're going to be talking about... Being a shy boy. A boob job for his boobs. Being creepier on request. And your wife sabotaging your date with another girl. Damn, I'm excited for these ones. I, I'm not going to lie, I got a spicy a spicy crop that I was like, should I save it for the live show, January 18th? But then I decided, no, I would gift our listeners. You're so on generous. On Monday, the whatever. <laughs> this is, yeah, we're like one week ahead now, so it's even more confusing for me to get my brain oh, wrapped shit. around. Our next episode comes out on Christmas. It's not even a Christmas episode. I know. <laughs> We've already Oop. recorded that one. That one's already being edited. <laughs> Oop. Wait, Oop. maybe we put our Christmas live show up instead? Oh, God, that will be two weeks ahead. Let's not talk about this. All right. <laughs> Before we hop in, I'm going to give you... Right, we're going to delve into something that's interesting. It's not a audience question, but okay. it's an audience email. Oh, yes. Which I forgot about, so I'm sorry, Agent Bajink. And the subject is another perspective. And they say, hi, guys, I've been listening to your show, and it's awesome. Thank you. However, there's one subject that keeps coming up, and I wanted to offer a different perspective. Like you, I couldn't imagine dating someone who doesn't perform oral sex. A year ago, though, I met my current partner, who doesn't enjoy oral sex. He would go down on me, and I could tell he didn't enjoy it, so it kind of ruined the experience. We talked and decided to introduce toys as an alternative. We got the rose vibrator that does a sucking motion. When he uses on me, he makes it extra special by kissing my neck, sucking my nipples, etc. It's so hot, and honestly, I don't miss the oral sex at all. I do still go down on him, as I really enjoy it. If someone doesn't enjoy eating pussy, but everything else is amazing, there are definitely ways to compromise to both be satisfied. Yeah. And I agree. 100%. That's wonderful. I'm concerned that we haven't made that clear. Um, Yeah. Because I think you and I both subscribe to this mindset of, if something doesn't work for someone, find an alternative that does. I think we tend to blanket statement things like if you want to go down on someone, great, and they enjoy it, great. Mm-hmm. And But if they're not reciprocating just because they don't want to or because they're lazy or because they don't prioritize your pleasure, that's where the problem is. But mm-hmm. you guys work together. You guys did exactly what we say all the time of being like, hey, talk about it, communicate, you know, be clear about your needs. But then you found an alternative that replaces that sexual need. Right. So it's like you like having oral sex performed on you. He didn't enjoy doing it. And therefore, that wasn't a fun experience for you. And then you found these toys and now it's a great experience for you. And that Mm -hmm. quite literally is kind of the blanket solution to every question we get where it's like, talk about it, find something that works for both of you Mm -hmm. and enjoy it. Yeah. Make an alternate compromise, communicate, be chill and be a good lover. And like, 
I love this little snapshot because this is exactly what I want people who listen to the show and everyone to do. Like this is if we could frame this and be like, hey, do what they did. You know, yeah. and not just in this situation, in every situation. It's like it's fine if you don't like going down on someone once you're okay with not being like gone down on, if that makes sense. Like once you're cool with it, very important. Once they've made compromises and care about you and are willing to put the work in, very important. Like this is all wonderful and I love it. Yeah. I mean it it all comes down to like I could I would also say you you would be a hundred percent in your right to be like, sorry, but oral sex for me is a deal breaker. Like I don't want to have a sexual relationship where oral sex isn't a part of it. And mm-hmm. like, you're allowed to do that. You're 100% okay to do that. But at the I same time, like you're 100% okay to do this too. Yeah. The trouble with this show is that one, there is no answer for everything. There's, there's shades of gray and the amount of shades of gray. I would say there might be 50 of them. Probably. Honestly, I'd say more. At least 50 shades. Because the thing is, you have 50 shades, but then you have 50 shades that are darker. Oh, it's true. Right? So that's at and, least 100. Mm-hmm. And we know that 50 of them were freed. So maybe, I don't know what they've been out there doing. Maybe recreating more shades. Exactly. Right? right? So, you know. And what Damn, if some I of those was, yeah, there's 50 a, that there's got a, free came back and were got darker? Are they part of the original 50 that were darker? That's what I'm thinking. It's like, is there 150? Is it like, is it the 50, the original 50, the darker and the freed? Or are 50 of the original 100 freed? So there is now just only 50 again. Or were there just 50, which got darker and then were finally let loose from their subservience? That could be it. (laughs) Damn. We gotta ask. Fuck, who wrote that? Stephanie Mayer? No, that's Twilight. It was, I believe it was Roald Dahl who did that one? Yes, yes. It was Willy Wonka himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was Jason the Giant Peach. It shades of Brown. Ooh. No, Ooh. Wonka, please. No. <laughs> please, Wonka, don't. But no, this is great. I hope that we've made it clear that it's not oral or, or bust. <laughs> but I think this is a, a gross little goblin how- laugh there. <laughs> <upsets>. <laughs> <laughs> This is like the blueprint for how problems should be resolved. And it sounds like you have a good partner and it sounds like you got a good head on your shoulders and I love it. So hats off. That's it. Hats off. Love it. Hats off. Yeah. My hat will never be back on and it's your fault. Yeah. Good. All right. All right. You want to first question? Yeah. You want to get started? I'm not going to give you the title on this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're starting like that. This is by Thrare Sad Chick 9. I'm 19, female, and I've been dating my boyfriend, 25-year-old male, since ninth grade, currently year one in uni. I've had B-cups since puberty, and I've been pretty insecure of my boobs since they are slightly uneven. However, I've learned to embrace them because they didn't bother me too much, and the only person that's seen my boobs is my boyfriend, who is always super appreciative of me. However, since the beginning of 2023, I've been going to the gym and getting more toned. With my gym progress, my boyfriend started continuously making comments that my butt and boobs don't match in size. It came to a point where these remarks increased to literal conversations we'd have during dates and lunch, talking about how my boobs were too small now, and eventually I confronted him by saying, what do you want me to do about it? They're not going to grow. He surprised me by saying if I consented, he would pay for me to get a boob job, and told me he had been saving up for one. What the fuck? He then said that since we were going to get married, we never talked about marriage before, he was investing in me 
because aside from my boobs, I was absolutely perfect. He also called my boobs his boobs and said that since it meant too much to him, I should really consider it. He took pictures of me and then he photoshopped them to have bigger boobs to show me how much more attractive I would be. He went low and literally started calling my boobs names, knowing they were uneven, and I was insecure of that. Now, remember, I've been self-conscious of my boobs since forever. Knowing my boyfriend Loki hates them, though thought he was cool with them, so I was humiliated, mangled my self-esteem and pushed me to get the boob job. So I got it two months ago, and I look super different. Obviously, there's some swelling and it feels slightly fake, but it's honestly super perfect looking, and I don't hate it. It's getting softer by the day, and I'm liking how even they are. But I broke up with my boyfriend because I couldn't look at them the same way. The whole his boob thing and the month of boob conversation just made me see him as in an irreversible, unredeemable light. And he pissed me off so much I kind of did this as payback since he would pay for something he would never see and I wanted him to be as hurt as I was. I know I'm stupid and vindictive, that's why I'm here. Also, it hurt like literal hellfire. Now his family, we were all very close, and lots of my high school friends are cyberbullying me and calling me all sorts of names, mostly gold digger and whore. Few months have been a whirlwind of emotions, I know I wasn't thinking straight, and the hate is getting to me. My boyfriend, now ex, is also furious with that I did this and I've had to move. He wants to meet up and talk things over. He told me it was the last chance to make things right between us, so I'm super conflicted. I feel like I did a horrible childish thing and maybe I should try to make amends with him or something. I don't know. We have some wonderful memories together and he was my first everything, so I don't want this to end tragically. I still do love him. And the title is Broke Up My Boyfriend After Getting the Boob Job He Begged For. Now I'm Being Shunned. A Boyfriend Wants to Meet to Make Things Right. Woof. This is a lot. That'll wake you up. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, like, right off the bat, he's obviously not a good partner. Like, just straight up, not a good dude. Anyone who weaponizes your insecurities in order to get what they want Mm -hmm. is bad. Anyone who does that to permanently, I guess not permanently, but pretty drastically change your body. Pretty much as permanent. You know, it's up there in the permanency scale. Yeah, like all of those things are manipulative. All of them are self-serving. They're all really, really, yeah, like I I can't imagine ever being with someone and actively telling them like, you're not good enough. This is the worst part of your body. Like, I can't imagine saying that to anyone, let alone someone I supposedly (laughs) wanted to marry or said that I loved or, you know what I mean? Like, it just boggles my mind that someone could. Try to convince themselves, be like, I love you. Also, this part of you is terrible and you should be ashamed of it. And I'm going to spend a lot of money to drastically change that for you. Like that, to me, makes no sense. No. So there's that. Yeah, I think we're agreed that you 100% should have dumped him. Yes, 100%. I think that, like, I don't think you're in any sort of wrong for bailing on this dude. Mm-hmm. Now, you add in the extra sprinkle flavor of getting the boob job, taking the procedure and getting the breast augmentation. Was that a good idea? I don't know. I'm a little on the fence here about this. I would say, like, if we're talking good idea in terms of not getting you in a bunch of trouble with him, his family, and friends to the point where you have to go on Reddit to ask for advice, it was a bad idea. But, at the same time, do you really care if this guy's mad at you? It's like, look, I when I started reading this question, I was so worried it was going to be like, I got the boob job and I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy that you're happy. 
that's what's coloring my opinion, right? She's looking at it and she's kind of feeling herself. And it looks like she, or it seems like she actually doesn't mind the procedure. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that it is being, that the, the tented glasses are from years of insecurity and the manipulation and abuse and bullying from her boyfriend that might mm-hmm. be coloring that, True. that approval. And- yeah, but like worries of that aside and worries of like, oh, now that you've broken the seal, what else? Where do you stop? You know, what else do you change? Because I've seen it happen and it's a yeah. slippery slope and it's awful. But. The. Less critical part of me is like, hell yeah, it's the tax for being a big piece of shit. And it's like, hey, there was no guarantee that you weren't going to break up with them in five months anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because you buy someone a fucking boob job doesn't mean they're yours forever. You know. But But at the same time, do I advocate for bitterly taking advantage of people and effectively, like, taking money and or services from them as revenge? I don't, because I think it's not a safe thing to do. So here's my thing. I didn't get the sense that, like, that was the plan of being like, I'm going to get this and immediately break up. I got the sense that like she got it. And then like afterwards was like, I can't, the problems were non-reconcilable. What's the word I'm looking for? Irreconcilable. Well, she does literally say I did this as payback since he would pay for something he would never see. And I want him to be as hurt as I was. Okay. Fair. So. Yeah. It was revenge. <laughs> it was premeditated. Because I was going to yeah. say, it'd be different if, like, if you get it and then you're like, and then he got all gross again. He was like, oh, there's my titties or whatever. You know what I mean? And then I'd be like, yeah. Well, I, which he obviously was going, like, this guy sucks. He's He is irredeemable. Nothing was going to get better. You know what I mean? And, like, I will bet you money that within a year he'd be like, oh, your lips, babe. Oh, your lips. Now that you go to the gym, your lips don't match your butt, which match your ass. Like. Let me get Photoshop out. Let me just see what I could, like, no. And that's the other thing. It's like, I don't know if, like, oh, his parents are mad. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a shit about any of the the parents. Well, that's not true. A lot of my ex's parents were really nice, really cool. Fuck. Yeah. But I really wouldn't be too concerned. Like, if someone, if one of my ex's parents was like, I think that podcast you make is crude, then I'd be like, I don't fucking care, John. We literally talk about James McAvoy coming in a box, dude. Yeah, yeah. we know. It's like, fuck is right there in the name. Yeah, I'm not is. too concerned. Spotify uh, or Instagram tells me it's crude every fucking day, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, it's like, to me, it's if the person in question is super shitty, as this guy is, and the parents are like, oh my God, how dare you hurt my sweet boy? It's like, either they know and they're cool with it, or they don't know, and it's like, how are you going to explain it to them? It's like, whatever. They get a pass. They're his parents. Of course, they're going to be on his side, right? I uh, so- also feel like, even with the friends, just being like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize that you were on the side of the dude who verbally and mentally abused me into the point of making me get a boob job to change mm-hmm. my body because he wanted to control exactly how I looked. Like, I'm sorry, is that the side you want to take? Because if that is, if they are like, yes. That is the side mm-hmm. I want. That's the line in the sand I want to draw. Then it's like, cool, you're a shit person. I won't be your friend anyway. Yeah. So I think like, you know, look, do I think this guy deserves a lot of this? Sure. Do I think it's a smart idea to do in general? Probably not. Again, safety is an issue, right? I don't know how much this costs, but people kill over money all the time, right? But you've already done it. So 
don't meet him. Don't meet him. Don't meet him. I don't think there's any reason for you to meet this shithead who now is angry at you. And like he, as we said, he's irredeemable. Oh, you still love him? I don't think you do. You broke up with him and he sucks. So it's like you probably just feel weird or bad or pressured or whatever. And it's like, well, it's, fuck it's it. he was her, her first everything, right? It's like, yeah, exactly. We've talked about it in the past when breakups, like when you break up with someone, they leave a them shaped hole uh-huh. in your life. And all of a sudden, it's like you don't have the comfort of whatever they might have provided. You know what I mean? Even just like going to an empty bed and sleeping alone is a big Even change just for like people. Your schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they imply they have a schedule. Like your life has a rhythm and it matches theirs. So without that, you kind of stumble. Don't meet up with him. I don't think there's anything to be gained here. No. Uh, he's going to ask for you to date him again or for the money back or threaten you or blackmail or something, right? Like it's not going to be like, hey, I realize I have been shitty and I understand what you did and it's fair. Take my free boob job and we'll go on our separate ways. That's not going to happen. And if it's going to, he can text you that. Yeah. If you are, like you said, you moved, right? Because of all this. Yes. So just cut those ties. Like, again, you've done this thing, right? You don't need him. You don't need his parents. You don't need his friends. If you've moved, cut ties, get on with your life. Yep. Block everyone on social media. Like, don't keep taking the abuse. Because you think you deserve it either. Exactly. Like, don't think that this is your penance for being petty once. It's like, fuck it. The guy fucking treated you like shit, you know, took advantage of his money. And now you're profiting in your personal life, but also like now taking a little bit of abuse for your actions. And Mm -hmm. fuck it. Like, you don't need to do that. I don't think what you did was necessarily harmful to anyone. Right. (laughs) And it's like, or perfect. Right. Like, I don't think. It's You're not in one like of those you, 50 to 150 shades of gray, right? Yeah. I don't think you like, if it would be different if like, no, even then I wouldn't really give a shit. I was going to say if you financially ruined this dude, but it's like he had savings specifically for this. He was going to spend this money anyway. And if he couldn't yeah, afford I'm, doing it, then that was his own fucking problem. And let's be fair. It would be the same if you were like, oh, you know, somebody saved up and bought me a fucking $2,000 iPad or some shit. And then you broke up the next day. It's like, if you're not willing to give someone a gift, if the thing you're buying for them is contingent on them staying with you, don't do it. Yeah, because it's not a gift at that point. It's a yeah, it's a shackle. It's, yeah, it's a sentence. You're, you've sentenced them being like, you can have this, but only as long as you stay with me. And the second mm-hmm. you stay with me, I take it away from you. Yeah, like, so, you know, advice for anybody like, dropping a big purchase on somebody. There is no guarantee. So it's like if you're scared or uncomfortable with that fact, then don't spend that much money or don't get that thing. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be contingent. It should be a gift for gift's sake. And I will say there are things that like there are big purchases that maybe you do need a contract for things like Mm -hmm. buying a house, buying a car. Like if you're doing something with a partner and it's a major purchase, that is something that you can't split or share or be like, you know what? It was a gift. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Keep it. It's yours. Like if you're buying a house with someone or if you're buying a car with someone or you're buying something huge like that, then it might make sense to have the foresight. And it's never the most romantic conversation, but to be like, hey, here's the plan. If we ever split, here's what we're going to do with this. Here's the plan. We're going to sell it. We'll split the money even or the other person will buy the other person out, like whatever it is and get it in writing, like have that introduced into the purchasing of the thing. 
And don't be the person that's like, wait, why would you even bring up us breaking up? Are you like, it's a responsible, smart adult thing to do because we all know it can happen. So like you being the partner is like, how dare you even suggest that fucking sucks so much shit. Yeah. Like I said, it's not a romantic conversation. It's a pragmatic one. And it's one that will serve you should something go like it's a preemptive boon and it will make your relationship transition a lot better. Right. Like no one wants to go into a breakup having to figure all this shit out. So it's like it's a nice peace of mind. Just think of it as peace of mind. But anyway, for this person, I was about to exit out this question and I realized they just said they're 19. He's 25 and they've been dating since ninth grade. Huh. And she's in first year in uni, which presumably means she was underage when they met. Yeah, there's no like a six year age difference is. Yeah, that's fucking gross. I just I never that didn't even ping for me until right now. Uh, Oh, call the police. (laughs) Yeah, because like what? Ninth grade. Like, I guess presumably three years ago. Right. Yeah, she would have been like 16, right? Three, four years. Yeah. Ugh the fuck yeah he would have been he would have been like 22 21 yeah oh god only way you should meet up with him is to either point at him and be like yes officers this man here or to get him to give you more money yeah Ugh. okay hit me terrible i don't remember which question oh yes yes i do this is from accurate elderberry one my girlfriend wants me to be creepier about sex my girlfriend recently opened up to me about wanting me to be creepier about wanting sex with her, like sneak into my bed and masturbate while sniffing my underwear kind of creepy. Her exact words. Unfortunately, we live together, so she doesn't have her own bed, but she's gone to great lengths to partake in my sexual fantasies, and I'm not just really sure how to be creepier for her. Normally, I'd like to just ask her as we communicate a great deal about sex, but I get the sense that I would ruin it for her if I was just doing what I was told. I suppose I'm just looking for ideas. It's our time to shine, baby. Let's creep this man out. Trench coat. Trench coat. Get a trench coat. Get a mustache. Don't shower. You've got to get a mustache. 100%. Start start rummaging through her coat while licking your own arm. I think what you need to do is like do like you've seen the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yes. 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 So you know how, like, in the transition where he's, like, slowly starting to, like, become Santa, where it's like, you know, he puts on a little weight, and then then the beard, and then it starts graying and everything. So I think you slowly start transitioning into, like, sort of that, like, ideal pervert of, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you start growing a little bit of, like, scraggly facial hair, and then it's just the mustache, Mm -hmm. and then you get those, like, bottle glasses, you leave websites open for, like, Kijiji ads for panel vans. Like, yeah. looking to buy the, you know what I mean? It's like, and just really start, like, make it a whole sort of, like, transition into creepy pervert, man. Now, look, we're, we both craft narratives, real creative people. I don't think we need to go with the most basic pervert. Oh. What about soul patch pervert? Oh, kind of like a new I mean, age, new yeah, age cult right? leader. What if it's like a cult leader? Because that's the thing. You're going to surprise her. You're going to surprise yourself. It's a lot more fun. Like, she's going to know after you get the mustache and the glasses, she's going to see Panel Van coming a mile away. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Right? And maybe halfway through Cult Leader, get the Panel Van anyway. Ooh, that's Mm -hmm. a two-for-one pervert special. 
Yeah, I like that. I like that idea of being like just constantly sort of like telling her that her, you know, her chakras are out of line and that she's yeah. going to need to be like, yeah. oh, ooh, your bra's got to go. Let, let me just get that off you for you. And then like, did you know for like the wire big... blocks Jesus Christ's influence? So we got to get that out of the way. Got to get that off you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Be like, oh, underwear, underwear stops your, what's the like the new age word for vagina? Or like the oh your yoni, your your yoni, yeah. The underwear, the cotton gets in the it's way of yoni, yoni blocker. No, it's a yoni. You know blocker. your yoni constrained. A yoni is like your spiritual mouth. Would you like cloth all over your mouth, like those idiots in the government want you to do to stop this fake virus? <laughs> Go full anti-vax. <laughs> Go full anti-vax. You know what I'm thinking? I don't know where I'm getting this idea from. It's I, it just must be the dark recesses of my mind. Open up Photoshop and start. Editing different parts of her body to how you'd like them to be. That's pretty creepy. But hey, here's the thing. Use parts of your mom. So there's <laughs> there's there's your girlfriend's picture and then a picture of your mom and just slowly start like photoshopping and don't do a good job. Like make it look like those creepy like magazine cutouts. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the eye is like one too big and the arm is the wrong Inst- size. Instead of actually using Photoshop properly, get pictures cut them out and scan them in and mm. don't resize them just see whatever the scanner decides the size is that's <laughs> it look you need to talk you can't have a license to creep you know what i mean <laughs> it's not james <laughs> bond you can't just have free range creep powers because that way lies like the sheer like with great power comes great responsibility with the free range to creep however you want Oof. yeah there's a line you're gonna, you're gonna look into the you're gonna look into the abyss and the abyss is gonna look back and I think I think it might be intoxicating. I think you yeah. might fall too deep into the creep hole. I also worry that you're gonna be like, oh, like if I do this, it's gonna be too little. So I gotta start big. And look, bud, you got one shot. And if you aim the wrong way. Yes. I think you definitely need to and like preface it with your partner and be like, hey, look, I'm not looking for specific examples. I don't want you to tell me what to do, but I need sort of a I would like you to walk through a scenario where what you, like I need a little bit of guidance because I want to do this right for you. I want to fucking nail it for you. And in order to do that, I need a an appetizer, right? Like I need to taste what you want me to serve up. So a lot of people in the writing community, they do these things. It's almost like a lookbook for like, you know, a film or whatever, where they have this document or like a Pinterest board where they just pin a bunch of like, you know, if it's a dark academia book, it'll be like quotes and like pictures of like old schools and like uniforms and blah, blah, blah. And it's like to give the vibes and whatever. So start a really creepy, get her to start a really creepy Pinterest and share it with you. Be like, no, oh, I don't know how much Pinterest will be. Board. Give me your creep board. Let me see. Maybe, maybe like a Pornhub playlist. Sure. Hey, you of, know what? That works. Right? Yeah, I think that might be a great idea. Or if she's like, you know, reads fan fiction of this type. Because mm-hmm. I feel like someone who has this kind of kink has some sort of media that they're pulling from. For sure. Right? For sure. Like they've seen this somewhere or have ideas or something. It's like, Maybe even like even it's just what's the one the Netflix show about the guy who stalks people? Oh, you? Yeah, it's like maybe she saw that and she was like, "Ooh, I kind of like this idea, right?" 
So maybe it's something as simple as like with your man, everyone likes it. Yeah. And Badger Lee or something. Badger boy. He's so hot. Badger boy. Badger pan boy. Okay. I've never seen a single second of that show. That's not true. My ex watched it, I believe. And I walked in once and I was just like, the fuck is happening? But that was a a lot of stuff that they watched. You can see edits where, you know, like Big Bang Theory, where it's without a laugh track and it's just unwatchable. Yeah. So in his, in their no, thing. I will like, say, Big Bang Theory is also unwatchable with the laugh track, so. I, hey, I agree fully. But there's a thing where they take out all the, like, internal, like, dialogue, or, like, the monologue, the oh, yeah, narrator, yeah. and it's just so many scenes of him just, like, someone's like, hey, how are you doing? He's like, I, yeah, I shouldn't do a one-minute block, but then he's <laughs> just like, fine. It's a good show, or there are some good parts. What are we even doing? That's my one of my favorite videos is uh, someone did a Wonder Years episode where they did the same thing, where it's just like they cut out all of the narration because I assume it's probably the same thing. And it's just like <laughs> like scenes, like five minute scenes where people have said like four things to each other. And otherwise, they're just staring blankly at each other while like sort of like squinting and like crinkling their eyebrows and stuff. It's fantastic. I love it. It's like Garfield without Garfield. There is also a very funny, like, edit while we're in the Christmas season of, I think it's the Santa Claus recut as a horror trailer. Yes. Okay, so, ask her for examples, and specifically, two things, safe word, establishing, you need to do that just in case, you know, you're going too far, and two, (laughs) ask her what she does not want. Yeah. What is too far? What flavor of creepy is not her brand? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't think there's a way to do this safely without the conversation. And if she's like, you've ruined it by asking, like, then I don't think she's a responsible sexual partner. That's something I've really noticed recently in sort of like the kink community, because I've been on some dating apps, specifically Field, which kinds tends to be like a little kinkier. And I found that like when you talk to people on those things and you ask for clarification or... Like I once matched with someone, this is a while ago, on Tinder or Bumble, and they were very into or like they wanted to explore consensual non-consent. And I was like, cool, I have experience with that. But like, certainly like there's a conversation that needs to be had. But they wanted like they wanted me to come over like having never met them, having never had mm-hmm. a drink with them, having like no, never having a first date. And essentially, like, break into their apartment and, you know, engage in a CNC scene. And I was like, this is so absolutely incorrect Mm -hmm. that, like, this is absolutely not the way to do it. I was like, one, I, for my own safety, I can't go into someone's house and, like, having never met them and pretend to commit crimes. Mm -hmm. Like, that for me is such a scary idea. Standing between you and that being a real crime is like, a message you got on a dating app, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, you need to be responsible to shit. And it, yeah, I've just found that like recently, like a lot of people are very interested in getting into kink, which is great, but don't have the vocabulary to yeah. safely explore it. And it's just like, and one of the, like, they didn't want to have a safe word. And I was oh, like, God. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, you want to participate in our potentially traumatic situation mm-hmm. and I you think, don't. Right? And you don't want to have a safe word with a complete stranger? It's like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, like I mean, I've never like, noped out of something so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Especially for you, because like part of that is someone saying like, no, stop. So it's like, 
But but which one is it? Is it real no or bad? Like, no, fucking awful. Never do that. Have the communication. Again, I'll, I'll say it again. If you're trying to talk to someone about their kink and they're like, oh, you ruined it. Good. You shouldn't enact in that because if they don't know what they want and they don't have the vocabulary to explain it and the wherewithal and sexual like maturity to 100%. meet you halfway and be a good partner, they shouldn't be engaging in it. Yeah. They can't just be like, guess. Get it right. Guess. Like, fuck off. No. So, talk to her. All right, you ready? Yes. We're going long on these questions. We've got to hurry to get our- We've teased four questions and we've done two. Hey, don't worry. This one's very long. Thrawry239591. My 25-year-old male. Wife, 23-year-old female. And it is important that wife is in quotation marks. Okay. Sabotage my date with another girl and is flirting with me. Just for context, my wife and I grew up in a religious cult in which you have to donate a money to your girl's father and he can improve the marriage in change. Don't know what that in change. I don't know what that means. I guess in exchange. We were friends and I bought her when I was 19 because her father wanted to accept an offer by another dude she hated. We were able to work and study at university thanks to our facade marriage and always intended to leave the cult after we had stable jobs, which we have now. We lived together ever since our marriage. We have different rooms, split the bills and can date whoever we want. A couple of months ago, we went to our hometown for a few days to see our families, and she kissed me a lot. We were both single, which we never did, but it would have been weird if I refused too many kisses when we had to act married. After that, we went to the Airbnb room for the night. We got a bit drunk, and she kept making sexual jokes, and we ended up having sex. We didn't even talk about it and kept acting married for the rest of the time there, and then dropped it when we came back home. It was really weird. Then I had a girl flirt with me like a month later at a mutual friend's graduation party, and she interrupted and said to a friend of hers, I want to introduce you to my husband. Also, she's been very moody when I told her I was talking with a girl, and she invited her brother home exactly the day I was supposed to go on the first date. So I had to reschedule another day, and she told me those days she wanted to go out for her aunt's birthday. We never went to her birthday before. Also, she looks happier since when the girl said she didn't want to date me anymore and is trying to get more physical more often, like hugs or tickling me. Two days ago, we were out to buy stuff for the house, and it felt like we were an actual couple. I can tell she felt it too, and there was this weird tension. Then yesterday, she was messing with my hairs. And I really wanted to kiss her. I can't stop thinking about it since then. I don't know why, but saying hairs that way really wigs me out. Yeah, I don't like it either. (laughs) Messing with my hair. I've been talking about divorce for a while, but she's been making excuses and saying, we'll talk about it later, and we never do. I'm really confused about all this. I've never been so attracted to someone before, and she's a great person. We always had a great chemistry as friends and housemates. There were also moments in the past I thought about her this way, but never this intensely. I'm becoming really attracted to her. I always imposed myself not to do anything about it because it would look like abusing my position of power as I literally bought her and was still paying back the loan. But then again, now we're independent and we split everything. Is it okay if I want to date her? What should I do? If I date her, should we still get a divorce first or just date and see what happens? Wouldn't it be weird to start dating with someone who's technically my wife? I think I'm going crazy and I need to make a decision soon. I very much doubt I will be able to not kiss her if she messes with my hairs like that again. <laughs> you gotta, You had to bring it back. You had to say hairs again. We need to buckle down and get laser focused on this. One, I think you both desperately need therapy. You grew up in a sex cult. You definitely need to process this trauma. This Mm -hmm. is a horrible thing for people to grow up in. You need to resolve this with professional help. That, I think, is the first thing you need to do before you make any steps. Two, I don't think there's anything wrong with slowly becoming attracted to someone that you have been intimate with and lived with and grew up in a traumatic experience as well. Um, regardless of like how nice your cult was, 
it's still a cult. So I think there's a little bit of like, I'm surprised it took you this long, to be honest. I think the danger is getting into this without fully understanding yeah. what happened. I want to say, hey, go for it, dude. Like, if you guys are it's both feeling cute. each other. Yeah. It's kind of like, cute. But, and, and like, from my point of view, I think you have the mental capacity to actually benefit from therapy because you say, hey, I don't know if this is right because I do have a position of power of like having actually purchased this woman. I want to make sure that she feels safe and doesn't just feel like she has to because I bought her. That makes me feel good about this question because I feel like you understand the situation beyond the, I like her, we had sex, what now? Right? Like, I think you have a, a bigger picture mind. And I think that's really important, but I really do not think you should do anything until both of you have pursued therapy. Yeah. I also want to know, like, if they're seeing other people, you know what I mean? Or have been seeing other people kind of with the regularity that this person seems to be doing. Because if she, like, she could still have ingrained things where like, oh, I have to let him do it because like, I'm the wife. Because in these cults, the women typically don't have very much power, autonomy whatever so it's well, like for being bought and sold yeah absolutely exactly but even then like in the relationship it's just kind of like you do what husband lord tells you so you know is she letting you do those things but she's not letting herself do them and at some point is like maybe i should have husband and you're just the option right i want to say get divorced and then start dating because i think that's very funny and cute yeah but also divorces are messy and long and cost money, depending on whether yours is like a real marriage that needs to be divorced. I don't know the legalities of whatever your cult does, but therapy for sure. And then have a talk like you haven't talked about any of this. You're just going like, oh, we did this. We did this. I'm reading into yeah. things. Fucking talk about it. Be like, hey, I noticed, you know, your brother came on the day I had this date, blah, blah, blah. You introduce like if she doesn't typically introduce you as her husband in social settings. Be like, hey, why did you do that? Why did that change? Like, that's obviously something we need to talk about because presumably you guys talked about not doing it, right? And also, like, they haven't talked about having sex either. Yes, like, that's another weird thing. You, and like, you can't just leave that hanging in the room. Yeah. So you really need to have a chat. I think therapy, a hundred percent. And like, again, if you guys have talked about it honestly, and you know. Bring up the cult and bring up any lingering influence. Bring up your concerns of the power imbalance. Go to therapy and then be honest about your feelings and how they feel. And, you know, if you're both consenting adults that live your own lives, have your own jobs, have freedom, I don't see anything wrong with it once you really give it the thought and time it deserves. Yeah, 100%. I think you need to, like, be very, very clear about to having this conversation and being like, I don't want to pursue anything until we've spoken to a therapist. That is a very important thing for me. And just let her know, because like she might be like, no, I'm fine. And it's like, well, yes. I don't want us to be the one to say that we're good. I want to mm-hmm. speak to someone. I want to talk to someone. And I want them to like, you know, be like, oh, we're seeing professional help. We're talking to a therapist. And they're the ones who are saying, yes, this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think this will benefit you. Yes, I don't think you're rushing into things. I think you need an outside professional opinion before you just say, like, this is a good idea. Yeah. And frame it that you want to help yourself. Like, it's for you, but it's also for, you know, it's for you first and foremost, because they can't be like, nope. But also, 
that you care about them and you want to make sure it, it works out for both of you. Yeah, and then, that's the thing. If you want to be like, hey, I'm actually really interested in pursuing this relationship with you. I just want to make sure that if we do it, it has a chance and isn't going to be tainted by our experience. Because yeah, I think I, that's really, really important. Two last things. I will say, one, start slow. You know what I mean? Like, I really like this idea of you actually starting to date your wife. And I think you should do that. I think you should start off like you would with any other relationship. Do like little dates, like try to build because of one, very cute. Two, I think if you jump too far into it, it might be a bad idea. And also you miss out on all the fun stuff. Three or two, however you want to count it. Stop saying hairs. Yeah, don't do that. She pulled my hair. hair. Unless you have like a weird group of like sporadic hairs somewhere. And that's what you're talking about. Maybe or like a, a weird she's hairy like, elbow. Or, she's or she gets like, like individual ones. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like maybe she's like, she's got, she rubs your hair, but she's also like braiding your armpit. Like it's like a, mm, those are your hairs, like multiple right? Multiple hairs. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hit me with that question. We gotta go. This one, I think, I think we can get this one quick. Is it okay for me, a guy, to be shy? I want a dominant girlfriend. I'm pretty shy and passive. My ideal girlfriend would be pretty dominant sexually, like pushing me up against the wall, grabbing my hand and pulling me into bed. And being on top, riding me hard when we fuck and putting her hands where she wants them. I also want a girl who'll always be Big Spoon. Hold me and let me rest my head on her boobs. She'd ideally wear the pants in the relationship. I'm not sure if it's bad or odd for me to want this, because I feel like guys are expected to be the strong, dominant ones. Fuck what society thinks. It's totally fine for this once you're not, like, foisting it on someone who doesn't want it. You know what I mean? Like, if you just start dating people and then being like, no, you always have to be Big Spoon. No, you have to be, like... That's shitty. But if you find someone who likes that, great. Yeah, I promise you. Hey, this is the best time ever for you. And you're living Muscle in Muscle mommies? Oh, yeah. Dominant women? There are women out there who are now reclaiming sort of like they're not playing by, as now said, societal rules. And women are more dominant than ever. They're more assertive than ever. And this is being celebrated, which it should be. It always should have been, right? Mm-hmm. We should celebrate the personalities of the individual as opposed to the expectations of society. So I do not think you'll have, I think you'll run into trouble. I think there will be people who will judge you. I think there will be people who criticize you. I think that on social or like dating apps and stuff, I think the average woman would probably balk at this. I think you'll get a lot of abuse in that way, but Mm -hmm. I think you need to frame it as that's not you doing something wrong. That's people being uneducated. Yep. And you're good. Nothing wrong with it. We did it. Nailed it. Nailed it. At the end of the episode, we like to hop onto online dating platforms, see what works, see what doesn't work, and in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Now, I did have someone send one of these in, so it's going to take a second for me to pull it up because literally talking about this question here reminded me of it. This was sent in from a friend of ours, and this is Christina. To Bumble about me. If you're a radical leftist, use pronouns, subscribe to the notion of toxic masculinity, and engage in poly open EM relationships, please swipe left. No judgment, but my thumb needs a break from swiping through the myriad of soy boys, heteromonogamous, feminine, libertarian, INTJ. Wait, they said that about themselves at the end? Yeah. Damn. 
This person is spectacular. Also, like the world wouldn't function if we didn't use pronouns. It get really it's confusing. My, it's, it's my favorite fucking thing in the world when people are like, "I don't use pronouns." I hate to tell you this. Is a pronoun. You you just did. I one hundred percent is a pronoun, my dude. Yeah. This is zero. It's just so fucking stupid. It's just kind of embarrassing, honestly. I love the idea of being like, I don't believe in all this. I don't believe in this. I don't believe in that. But yeah, I do I believe am, in the virus. DJ. <laughs> it's like, but you do believe in sort of like the way I think the Myers Briggs, I think is what that is. And it's just like, okay, sure. Yeah. I hate your alphabet soup. I'm INFPJ. It's like, what? That one's actually dumber. Yeah. By far. Okay. This is blank. They're 33. What do I bring to the table? Hostility. I am no one's peace. I wake up with questions. I may be cute slash fun, but I'm also horrifying in ways you won't immediately realize. <laughs> See, this sucks because I think that like there are people in my life, there are women in my life who, if they said that, would be fucking hilarious. And very but, charming. Yes. True, but in a like wonderful way. Yeah, but I feel like I wouldn't take the risk on these profiles. There would need to be a picture in there that would like really have to sell me on like the persona. Nile is showing me the picture, and I don't think this is it. I don't think it adds to like. There's nothing like it's a pretty standard photo. You know what I mean? So it doesn't give me playful vibes, right? I would. So I don't know now if it's dead serious. Are you actually horrifying? Are you actually hostile? Is it? I am like, no one's peace. I wake up with questions. That's what does that mean? Honestly, such a bold statement. I love it. I'm going to give yeah. it a four for the pure poetry of this profile, but also for the fact that I wouldn't swipe on it. I think I'm going to give it a three. What? I got great ones. Keep going. Oh, okay. Hey, no, if you got great ones, go because I'm just on Tinder looking at the basics. So this is blank. The man is. Wearing a powerful outfit, which includes literal rose-tinted glasses and a cowboy hat. So I can't help but read this in a country twang. Don't feel special. I just swap right to see what it yields. Damn. That's... Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love that about him. I mean, like, look, dude. Like, that is... You've just described what online dating is. Yeah. But you didn't need to say it. You didn't need to say it. You're being weird and kind of a dick yeah. by saying it. Like, I mean, yeah, it's really bad. It's sort of like muddling down a really shitty platform into sort of its worst stuff. So yeah. it's going to be a two for me, Doug. Yeah, it's going to be a two. Uh, this is blank. They're 26. Shoot fast. Eat ass. Looking for someone to party hardy with and jam out to some screamy music. Usually biking on a mountain somewhere. My stick is better than bacon. Is your stick your dick? I assume it is. Also, a picture of them drinking in the car while smoking and giving the middle finger. Yeah, that's... I've never seen... He does kind of look like dirtbag version of the Arrowverse Superman a little bit. Seen it. And it... uh, Man, I think... What are you shooting? Shoot fast? Are you shooting guns fast? That's, That's very irresponsible. Or is he talking about ejaculation? Is it, do you come quick? And that's why he's got to eat the ass. I think there is, again, I'm not a gay man. I have no interest in penis 
in a sexual or romantic way. But I think if anyone referred to their penis as their stick, I think I would become, I don't think it's real, but I think I would become super straight at that point in time. (laughs) I think it would push me into the category above straight if some man referred to their penis in a romantic, sexual, like trying to entice me way as their stick. I think it would be like, oh, I've gone up into whatever is further away from queer. Yeah, my stick is better than bacon is also poetry, though. Like these last few have been choice. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. You know, I'm going to give it a four. And the reason I'm giving it a four is because I feel like it has personality. And for the right for the right person who's going to see this cigarette wielding car drinking middle finger pumping ass eating fast shooting bacon beating stick wielding man i think it's gonna do it for someone i think it's a two sure you know what it's not actively offensive apart from referring it to it as a stick right but that's a choice hey you're not gonna convince me otherwise it's a two sure forever Um, and always last one 34 felon recovering addict retired drug dealer Everything your mother told you to stay away from. But I guarantee she still loves me, winky face. Let's have some fun. I mean, it's great that you've moved past all those things, right? It's good that you're moving through it. Is it necessary information on a dating profile? I'm kind of torn. I appreciate that you're getting that out there, you know? The thing is, is like, unless it's pertinent to your immediate situation. Yeah. I think this is something that can come up naturally. You do need to tell people probably the first one that you're a felon and probably that you're a recovering addict. Is it going to be on the dating profile? I don't know. Because like, depending on what you're addicted, if he's getting over like alcoholism or whatever, I think that would come up pretty naturally being like, Hey, do you yes. want to grab a drink? It's like, actually I'm recovering. I don't like to drink anymore. You know, let's go to this place. And like, I think that's a better way of doing it than being like, here's a bunch of things that typically aren't great. Yeah. I think he's shooting himself in the foot. I think there is better ways and better times to reveal Mm -hmm. this information. I'm wondering if he's gotten to a point before revealing them and people have bailed to the point where he's like, fuck it, putting it up front. If you're willing to look back, you know, and I don't really fault him for that. If that is the case, if it isn't, I agree with you. Where like, you probably are stopping people from getting to know you before. And And on that note, if that's not you, right? You are more yeah. than just your past. So if you want to do this, sure. If you don't, whatever. But give me you. Give me your personality, what you're into, right? That's my concern is it seems like that's what he's hanging a lantern on. Like that's who he is. That he is a recovered drug dealer. He is or a retired drug dealer. He is a recovered addict. He is a felon. You know what I mean? It's like those are who he is and that's what mm-hmm. he's going to like. That's what he wants to broadcast out. And I feel like that is not a flavor. That is conducive to fun. If this this is the snapshot you want to give of me, I don't really want to partake in that tableau. Also, you're probably going to attract the wrong people. Right. You mean if someone's like, fuck, yeah, I want to date like, you know what I mean? Like if you're trying to get your shit together, I think you're probably only going to attract people who are like, yeah, fucking felon. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. So, I don't know. I think you could tailor this a little bit more. 
find a more lighthearted way to get the like the felon but bit out and then leave the rest to like no one needs to know that you're a retired drug dealer that's so yeah. it's nothing unless you are being like hunted down by the cartel in which case i think it's irresponsible of you to be dating mm-hmm. But then right, you like can just say being hunted by cartel. And not only does that get the point across right. a little bit now more, I'm now it's exciting, right? Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? I think this one here, I think, is a one. Nah, one's got to be offensive. I think this is another two because you've, I don't think there's anyone who's actively looking for this. Well, I know there probably is. But like, yeah. I think you're doing yourself a great disservice by not having any information about yourself and you literally putting yourself in this box and nothing else. Yeah. Now, I have one more, but I'm not going to do it because we don't have time. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Happy holidays, even though God knows when this episode is going to be released. I believe this will be our New Year's Day episode, I think. Oh, so God. This is- oh, no. We didn't even <laughs> say Happy New Year yet. Oh, well, I talked about Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy yeah, New Year. I, God. Oh. Our Philly trip really fucked our schedule up. <laughs> and but the best so- thing is we're in advance. Like, we're ahead. Which yeah, this, I think for most people would be a success, like a win state. But for us, it's ruining our lives. Yes. So welcome to 2024. Mm, you did a I great job. I hope it's so um, good. Which sucks because I really do want it to do like a little, like, what did we do? Uh, maybe we'll do it next episode. Next episode, we'll do like a year in review. We'll talk about things, yada, yada, so on and so forth. Here's the thing. Here's what I want to talk about real quick. Get serious. We're okay. The end of the year and the start of the year is a, a moment where a lot of people do big things and we talk about all the things you accomplished and talk about all, all the big goals. And there's a lot of like retrospective looks. I know I'm going to do one. I know now I'll probably do one of just being like, what we accomplished. This year was really, really good for both of us professionally in terms of both of our shows had a lot of success. A lot of that is in part to you guys and we can't thank you enough. But I just want to really really hammer home the fact that like just getting to the end of the year is accomplishment enough mm-hmm. if you don't need don't hold yourself to the standards of other people it's you're good you're fine just getting through is all we want you to do the fact that you're here is enough for us let's do bad sex writing because i forgot we had to do that thank you josh eagle and the harvest Seeds for their song paper stars and also like just because things are bad right now or whatever like success doesn't just happen and there is a long period in between hard work and success where it feels like nothing's happening, you know? So your bad end of year might now be your good end of year next year. You know what I mean? And the last year, I was fucking miserable. There you go. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be quick. Some bad sex writing here. Being a short man in 2024 is like being a witch in Salem, 1692. Damn. It's true, man. Stay strong, short kings. Stay strong. My name is Dave I- Miller. Short kings are out here being crushed by rocks. <laughs> and I'm now Spain. And we have been your fuck buddies. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Five, four, <laughs> three, three, two, one. Happy New Year. I mean, this is on New Year's Day. It's already happened. Fuck. I fucked up again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>